Welcome back to our second edition of The Reset Rebel. Uh, And my friends always told me that I would need a passport to go to West London uh, when I lived in the east in Brick Lane. And I also, when I moved to the north, the same kind of divide existed between the south of London and where I was living near Angel in the north. So I was a little bit surprised to feel that even more, now that I live in Ibiza, um, a kind of divided energy between the north and the south sides. So what is that all about? Well, uh, there's very much a different vibe going on up in the north, where it often, um, in peak summer, feels a lot calmer and a little bit more relaxed and dedicated to healing and wellness than, say, anything south of Ibiza town. And so we're going to begin today's show where most of our Reset Rebels reside and where we're no doubt going to be meeting the majority of the guests on this show because it is a little bit less uh, about the party this way and having been coming here for 20 years and now living here for four of those I didn't even get to this side of this island for about the first 15 years after I started coming and many people just still don't know about the hidden gem that is the real and the true north and maybe it is about time that that is celebrated showcased and shouted about because Ibiza has some serious talent working in the wellness world and I think it's about time that we get that word out, um, that Ibiza has a changing and ever-evolving culture due to its historical roots of piracy and the high volume of passing traffic. Um, And that is not going to change, but it will remain so as a transient island that welcomes people from all over the world. But now there is just so much going on, so much more going on to draw you here a real smorgasbord of activities, if you will, and reasons to pop in. And most of it won't leave you packing your bags, feeling like you need another holiday to get over this one, uh, depending on what you're into. Uh, The retreat scene here is absolutely thriving on Ibiza in a way that's kind of exploded in the last five years. And we're going to be meeting a lot of the owners and organisers and teachers on this podcast that work in the wellness scene. And as owner of my own space for the last three years called Samskara, it is a scene which kind of fascinates me, um, uh, amuses me and definitely blows me away um, in terms of the transformational delights that this island has to offer. And so first and foremost, I wanted to share that um, and showcase it as much as I could. And like I said, to really celebrate it. And that we will, especially today. Um, We're going to be going to meet one of my absolute favourite island residents, our only Irish Kundalini yoga teacher, Trish Whelan, who runs Soul Adventures retreats on the road to Portanax. Now, I was lucky enough um, to meet her right at the start of my moving here. Um, And with similar backgrounds, both of us starting out working in music in our different ways, to becoming full-time yoga teachers. We've had quite a lot of fun over those uh, four years. But Trish is unique. Her offering is really strong. And I'm not going to say too much more uh, because we're just about to meet her. But I do know that for the next 40 minutes or so, you're going to be listening to the most soothing sounds of a voice. I liken to a kind of dreamy dulcet delight like no other. So stay with us as we're going to pop across to her new pad now. And don't forget that on the end of this podcast, uh, there's going to be a free retreat space giveaway with Trish uh, for someone who really needs it and maybe can't afford it. So do keep it locked. And if you know of someone who could really benefit from that, do pop us an email on just the good news, please, at gmail.com. Don't go away. So we're here at the, uh, the House of Whelan, a.k.a. the Beach House in Kalazukla, uh, with 
Miss Trish, good good afternoon. Welcome to the Reset Rabble. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Joe. How are you? Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for being here on the side of this gorgeous mountain overlooking the sea. It's a pretty spectacular spot that you've moved to. Tell us a little bit about this beautiful new retreat space that you've just uh, moved into. Well, how funny that the sun's just popped its head out. Um, yes, I've moved into this gorgeous house. Um that is opposite my favourite beach, Calachukla. I'm in the north of Ibiza and um, yeah, it's pretty gorgeous, isn't it? It's really, um, yeah, it's just gorgeous to be able to walk to the beach, which has always been a a dream of mine. And um, I have a fabulous indoor yoga space and healing space and, um, and we'll have a fabulous outdoor yoga deck uh, once we get uh, through the winter rains. And things dry out a little bit. It is definitely um, Sogsville, really, on the island at the moment. There's been a lot of rain in the last few weeks. I think a lot of people obviously think of Ibiza as being this spectacularly gorgeous, sunny destination, which of course it is in the summertime, but it has been a little bit damp recently. Yeah, I think, um, well, we needed it. So, um, yeah, it doesn't get to be this green here, I guess, without some rain. So um, it's nice to uh, see the plants, really, and um, they need it. Uh, I think we've probably had enough now, don't you think? I have, yes. And, but, you know, like you say, it's, it's all about the nature and, and being here in uh, this beach house, like looking over the mountains and into the stunning kind of uh, carpet, really, I guess, of trees opposite is just absolutely magical and this is going to be a really gorgeous space for you to be you know sharing your teachings this summer in Ibiza yeah well it'll be um it'll be all different soon enough um and yeah I get a really spectacular sunset here so yeah on the left we have this fabulous mountain with a carpet of luminous green trees and then on the right yeah we have that beautiful bay and um, overlooking um, the mountains at Chuk- at Shiraka uh, on the other side. So, yeah, I really, um, although I'm loving the winter, I'm not wishing it away. But I, of course, I'm looking forward to um, getting back and, uh, yeah, kicking off 2018 and, uh, yeah, doing my work. Tell us a little bit about what it is exactly that you do here. I mean, obviously, I met you through your beautiful Kundalini yoga classes, which you've been teaching now for quite a while on the island, quite a few years, as long as I've been here anyway. And um, obviously now we are in the home um, that you're going to be hosting your retreats at. So what is it that kind of you're going to be sharing this summer? Um, Well, I've got 11 retreats and... um... They're, they vary from being a uh, week long. So I have a, I guess my signature retreat is called Vibrate at Your Highest Frequency. And that's a seven day retreat working on a chakra a day. So it's two yoga classes, a workshop um, and really, really, really amazing food. The food also focusing on the chakra of the day. And then I have um, a five-day retreat called Soul Medicine, which is really nourishing and nurturing. Um, I have a beautiful four-day retreat called Love Everything, which is working on the on the heart. I have uh, Return to Radiance, and uh, which is really sort of deto- a detox, and then um, 
rising up the energy coming back into the radiance really and uh and then i have one wild aquarian woman which is the woman's retreat at the end of the season so they're all um they're all based around kundalini yoga my absolute passion and um also incorporating some you know ancient wisdoms um some shamanic work um energy management i mean i'm really interested in in seeing people heal and i really believe that kundalini yoga you know is a really really powerful strong powerful tool that we have in these times to allow us to manage our lives and um not just manage but really to allow us to be victorious in life and happy ultimately so um yeah they're all great and i really yeah that's really my my work and i feel very blessed to be able to to work like this and um and i have a really you have a really lovely community of people now who come and who come back and um and then also in between retreats there's the option of people coming and doing yoga bed and breakfast sometimes so people can come and do one yoga class and then you know have a cheeky little glass of wine if they want in the evening so there's something for everybody i guess it's really just about the the calling of the soul to be here what what is it about kundalini yoga that you find so healing i mean obviously it's uh, clearly worked its magic on you i can see you practically sparkling like the ready breck man over there <laughs> with your shining glow uh, but what is it about that particular practice i mean there's so many different types of yoga now that exist on this planet we don't need to go through the ridiculous names that've been invented like broga and uh, shmoga and <laughs> you know yoga which is what i teach <laughs> Um, but, you know, what is it particularly that kind of called you to that energy? Uh, it's the experience. So it's very experiential, Kundalini Yoga. Um, it's, the fe- it's a feeling when you practice. And um, so it's an ancient technology and um, it's very specific. In it's, so each class is different in what it works on. And it's very specific. So when you're... You know, when you're working on the heart, you're really feeling it in your heart. When you're working on your kidneys, you're going to the loo a lot um, that day. Um, So um, it works really quickly. You get really quick results. Um, And well, for me, I love the fact that it makes you high Um, and it really does make you high. Um, And that makes you want to do more. And, um, you know, it turns into this fabulous wonderful, glorious cycle of feeling amazing all the time in terms of, you know, where it can take you. It can take you somewhere really amazing really quickly um, and therefore can affect transformation really quickly. And, um, yeah, it's it, it's magic. I mean, that's that's w- what it feels like to me. And that's what I what I see, you know, the results that people experience with Kundalini Yoga are really powerful and for me I had a very stressful um, you know old life and kundalini yoga really helped me to manage that and that's where I really felt the calling to to become a kundalini yoga teacher. I mean you say it gets you high I mean clearly that's going to be something that's going to be popular with people in Ibiza as we've you know, experienced in in the different areas of the island and and that kind of seems to be a way that a lot of people like us 
who have discovered it because you obviously used to work, uh, not, not that anybody else knows apart from me, uh, in the music industry. And that's kind of like how you perhaps discovered the island. Sure. Yeah, I came here the first time in 2001 for the Radio One weekend with um, with Roisin Murphy to to plug a record. So uh, I really, yeah, got to th- say thanks to the music industry for for getting me here. And um, I was a garage girl at the time. I didn't really have any interest in dance music. But yeah, as soon as I arrived, I um, you were a rude girl. I was a rude girl. I still am a bit of a rude girl. You are definitely still a rude girl. <laughs> yes, I am a little bit of a rude girl. Um, so yes, yeah, so it was the music that brought me here. But yeah, the the feeling of the feeling of bliss and the feeling of ecstasy, you know, natural ecstasy is is priceless. I mean, you say that Kundalini yoga gets you high, and I I just have to bring it back to. Another interview that I did with with, uh, the King of High, which was, of course, Howard Marks, who discovered yoga um, when he was on um, death. Well, not he wasn't on death row. He was alongside people on death row in America's toughest state penitentiary. And he was telling me that, you know, um, the people that were on death row, as well as himself and a few other people that were there that weren't um, going to be executed, um were practicing yoga that was one of the tools they gave them to you know try and kind of stay calm and maybe learn and grow a little bit along the way um I guess it must have been incredibly challenging obviously to be in that position as you would think knowing I guess what's coming next and um he did say that yoga was exactly uh if not better uh, than, than getting high because it was just a shortcut really a spliff to get to the same place that he gets through smoking weed. Um, but then he did also say that he preferred to smoke weed because humans love um, a, a shortcut. They love to be able to get somewhere faster. So, of course, that is why the other side of Ibiza is incredibly popular with people who do love to pop a, pop a cheeky something to, to, to enter another stratosphere. But, of course, the access button for that is also through so many other brilliant techniques that are being explored on this island, including Kundalini Yoga. Yeah, I mean, um, we all want to get to the same place, don't we? And um, for me, um, for sure, Kundalini Yoga is 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 the doorway, um, and that's been my personal journey. And um, and yeah, like this feeling of of being high is that's what we all want, isn't it? We want high vibrations. We want high energy. We want highs in happiness we want to live beyond live the high life basically um and um we are definitely living the high life let's be honest here in Ibiza we sure are (laughs) (laughs) but we're sharing it aren't we and we're not too smug (laughs) (laughs) we're sharing it and um and I think that you know you know seriously I think that it's really important you know like now we're in such strong powerful times we've all chosen to be here on this planet at this moment in such incredibly powerful times of change actual change and I think that the more of us that can really stand up and be counted and be kind and be helpful and be conscious you know the better Absolutely. Amen to that. I mean, it does feel like there is a definite kind of movement going on, um, particularly on Ibiza, towards more of a health path, I suppose, if you like. I mean, this island is not necessarily renowned 
for its um, purity. Purity, there's a word. Um, it, and that seems to be something that's spreading like wildfire on the island. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot more healers here. There's a lot more um, yoga retreats. There's a lot more, um, or maybe there's just a lot more knowledge and consciousness and awareness of that sort of side of the island opening up because it does feel like in the last five years that I've been here, you know, I remember when healing Ibiza had only really just sort of started out and, you know, there wasn't a great deal of people offering up their workshops now it's absolutely flooded there's there's a lot going on here if you chose to take the time to explore that which is never a bad thing no for real and you know I guess um, I've said it before I feel like the need for people to retreat is at epidemic levels basically you know I see that I see that people you know we are in this, um, what yogis would say is the Kali Yuga, the sort of the darkness um, on our way into the new age, the age of Aquarius. And um, we're in this transition at the moment and we people need support to get through it because, um, you know, there's so many. You have your WhatsApps, your Facebook messengers, your texts, your phones, your emails. You know, you've got so much communication. You're so... We're we're logged, we're, you know, we're really plugged into the technology and where there are so many positives, obviously, to the technology, there are also many negatives where people are losing that connection to themselves. And Ibiza is such a beacon. The energy here is so magical and so powerful. And it's really, you know, uh, Ibiza is really a place where people can come and can plug in and can connect and so whether they're coming and plugging in and connecting to a DJ on a, and being on a dance floor at six o'clock in the morning or whether they're coming to be on a yoga mat at six o'clock in the morning, at least they're connecting. So I think that that's why we're having this huge, massive resurgence and remembering of the healing energy here in Ibiza because the world needs to people need to plug back in people need to keep reconnecting people need to keep remembering that outside of this little device that sits in their hand there is nature there are trees there is the sea there is energy you know that there you know people are plugging we need to we need to plug into ourselves to really step into our true selves, to really, you know, hold the the changes that are upon us. Mm. I think, you know, that's exactly why we've started this podcast and this platform and this idea of the Reset Rebel being people that are rebelling against, um, you know, just living the kind of existence which does plunge them into a dark hole that does disconnect them from the rest of the world and nature and you know kind of life in an alternative state where we can be a little bit more aware of what's going on we can explore the magic of the beauty around us and I think it's very difficult when you're locked into more perhaps city life or family life or all these responsibilities and bills and things that need being paid you know there's a lot of stress in this world and it's very difficult sometimes to you know take that break or or find that tool that you know gives you the ability to access you know a way to reset yourself people need to heal i watched that documentary last night heal it's just called heal and um it's so interesting i think everybody should watch that because um yeah everything is moving the world is moving so fast like stress is 
is strong um, and people need to really manage their stress. You know, people need to. And I think there's so many amazing people here now. Um, there's so many amazing people who have, you know, been down the healing path themselves as we have. Um, you know, there are so many um, people here who have great wisdoms to share, um, great teachings to share, you know, people who there's such a benevolence, I think, in the healing community here in Ibiza um, where, you know, we want to help people. It's kind of that simple. Um, and yeah, there's there's, you know, there's great work being done on the island think really, really great work being done on the island. And there's something for everybody. There's something for everybody um, to tune into and to there's lots of different ways to reset. And of course, Kundalini Yoga is just one of them. But, um, you know, whatever, whatever route you you feel called to listen to the voice of your soul and listen to the calling and, um, you know, the you know, help is help is here. Help is at hand. Mm. Help is on the way. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think great things are really, really happening in Ibiza. I have to agree, uh, obviously. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, we wouldn't be making this little show. Um, but no, I, you know, I feel honoured and privileged to be a yoga teacher in Ibiza. And the reason why is because I'm surrounded by other yoga teachers and, and people sharing techniques here. And the reason that they feel more valid to me is because people have kind of like come here um, through maybe a bit of partying or whatever. And then and they've changed, you know, it's not to say they never go out anymore, but that's the whole point. You know, they've actually learned to access the place um, that they're sharing through resetting themselves in one way or another and that's why I just find that the people sharing those kind of philosophies and that you know they've done a lot of learning to get from A to B and that's why they're still here and that's why it's just a slightly more alternative scene I suppose in some ways which always makes it a little bit more fun depending on obviously who you're studying with or who you're going to be going on a retreat with or whatever but most of those people will have had a little foot in both camps at some point in in the not too uh, distant past. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's accessibility, isn't it? You know, it's really, yes, um, I think it would be, yeah, it's it's healing for all here, you know. it's um, There's no judgments. Um, and, yeah, there's just something that you can't quite, words can't really... Could words fail me sometimes in in terms of what's really going on here, to be honest. I mean, every day I just feel like this is a never ending love story I'm having with the Bisa and actually just being here, just, you know, like this morning, just walking down to the beach, just doing that is healing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's there's a it's very it's very accessible, isn't it? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank God for that. Thank God for EasyJet and Ryanair and all those awful other airlines that come here in the peak of summer and ferry these wonderful people out here and just open up um, just the kind of culture that goes on here and the mix of people. I mean, that's one of the most magical things that I love about being here is just the sheer different kind of people that I bump into on a daily basis. I mean, it reminds me of Goa. I mean, you spend a lot of time in India. We're going to talk about that in a sec. But I... 
also, you know, spent a lot of time in India. And one of the things I love most about that is you could be, you know, barefoot, dancing on the beach in a party and be surrounded by, you know, a millionaire next to, you know, a little village worker and like someone from Germany, someone from, you know, Russia, someone from um, Scotland and someone from Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) All in the same, you know, in, in the same place. And they're just all from such different walks of life, but they're all thrown together and they're all just having such a great time meeting each other, like in whichever capacity or space that might be. And Ibiza is definitely a place that encourages that and creates that, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's no boundaries. There's no borders here. Where It's interesting, isn't it? Sometimes I look out um, on a yoga class and I'll have, you know, exactly what you just said. You know, I'll have somebody from Holland, somebody from Ireland, a couple of people from England, um, somebody from South Africa, somebody from California. You know, it's really a great mix. And um, and that's why, you know, it is a calling of the soul to be here because the soul knows no, no nationality. Mm. I mean, I think there's something, I mean, you know, the island, as we're obviously uh, bragging slightly, is an amazing place to be. But there's something also very lovely about dipping out and coming back again. You've just been to L.A., to go and see some of your teachers there and also to the Joshua Tree, which I'm very jealous about. Tell us a bit about your teachers over there. What did you get up to? Uh, well, I like to go to L.A. every year to really plug into all my favourite teachers are there. So L.A. is really the sort of home of Kundalini Yoga. It's where Yogi Bhajan, the master, came to and um, and started making teachers, essentially. So a lot of those um, original teachers of the master um, are still practicing. So I feel very blessed to be able to go and and um, and you know the the one best thing that's you know the one thing that's better than being a Kundalini yoga teacher is being a Kundalini yoga student. And so I love to I love to go and do that and and learn you know and, and stay fresh and. And have the experience myself, because, as you know, it's just really nice having your own self-practice. But when you have a teacher guiding you and you're we have thousands of different careers in Kundalini Yoga, different classes, as it were. So, you know, I'm doing classes I've never done before and I feel like it's day one all over again. And that's really wonderful. So, yeah, I had a really great time there plugging into to my favorite teachers and then had a road trip out to the Joshua Tree because I'm a massive U2 fan and uh, the Joshua Tree is my favorite album of all time and um, I thought I ought to go and uh, and see it of course it's not just one tree as I thought <laughs> <laughs> so that was really wonderful um, and yeah of course you know daily um, what goes I- on in the Joshua Tree um, just incredible energy. I mean, really, really incredible energy. Um, very like Ibiza. Um, just real food for the soul, basically. Um, lots of Joshua trees. It's the only place they grow in the world. And um, um, yeah, just this wildness. There's a wildness out there. Amazing light. Really, really beautiful place. And um you know, so daily when I when I leave Ibiza, I just look forward to coming back. And, but you know, it is re- it's really hard to leave, isn't it? This mag these magnetic forces here are very powerful. It's really really hard to leave. But I think then those magnetic forces start to pull you back the minute you land somewhere else. So, 
I love to, uh, most of all, I love to come back. I have to agree. There's there's never a, been a time where I've come back to Ibiza and gone, oh, God. You know, it's always two or three or four weeks. I'm like super grateful to be somewhere else and loving it. But then I'm I'm always glad to get back here. And I'm always just like blown away by that feeling of just pure love and just like wow this is home and it feels like home every time I land on that tarmac I just feel like the luckiest woman alive I know that sounds incredibly cheesy but um it's just a fact yeah I feel the same I mean of course Ibiza tests us and challenges us and I guess we've both been here for moving into our sixth years now fifth for me um so you know yeah, there are there are challenges and, um, you know, we don't have central heating, do we? <laughs> there That's are our problems. <laughs> yeah, there are challenges. But of course, yeah, coming back to Ibiza is just the best thing, the best thing ever, really. Um, and yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot that this island continues to teach us, I would say, isn't there? You know, like... Um, yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to learn every day. Um, but yeah, leaving is 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 all right. But coming back's best. Coming back is definitely by far the best. And even just like just the simple things like the food here, I, I kind of always think, oh, it's a bit, you know, Spanish inspired and stuff. But I do. As soon as I get back, I'm just bang into the alley ollie and all of those other disgraceful things that we swear blind we're never going to touch again but basically the next time you go out for dinner and it gets slapped on the table there is something quite mind-blowing about a pot of alley ollie and some uh, some dirty white bread right <laughs> never not me <laughs> and if you believe that you'll believe anything coming from an irish woman <laughs> no exactly i mean the food's amazing isn't it and again you know we have this huge sort of smorgasbord of amazing restaurants here that you know such high standard of um of cuisine and um i mean i really love a good i love a bit of food um (laughs) (laughs) i love eating um i feel very lucky i have an amazing 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 food offering here um I have a fabulous uh, student who's a Cordon Bleu chef called Amy Forbes, and she um, adapts her fabulous, rich, creamy, buttery Cordon Bleu um, styles to a vegan style. So we eat really super high vibrational, um, amazing, literally not um, not even um, literally field to the table. She goes and picks a lot of the, the veg herself and stuff and... Um, yeah, I think the food, you know, just retreat wise, I think the food is so important, isn't it, to mm. to have that right. So, yeah, we dine like, um, yeah, we dine like we're really in the finest, um, like we're in the finest restaurants all the time here. And of course, the produce is just, I mean, when I got back from uh, from my trip last week and I went to uh the the mark the farm shop i literally just had tears of joy rolling down my face just so much fabulous fresh healthy gorgeous luscious green ibiza produce you know it's 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 like heaven here isn't it <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, for the most part, I have to agree. I, I you know, we just sound like we're just sort of sitting here having a massive Ibiza loving, which we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's definitely, you know, tomatoes actually really taste like tomatoes. It's a miracle. And, you know, you walk around the supermarket and they're just like really red and juicy. And I just, I never experienced that um, back in England. Like I just found everything, particularly in the salad department, was a little bit tasteless you know of course I was buying it from supermarkets and had the knowledge then that I do now about food and I've actually spent a lot of time cooking on retreats myself um but I'm just never yeah I'm never bored actually of tasting just the fresh veggies and fruits that get grown here in the summertime particularly obviously there's lots of things being grown right now as well more of the rooty kind of foods but um I'm yeah just absolutely spoiled rotten in the summertime me I'm I'm very into eating the fruits in the summer and they just send me yeah into a really high vibration from you know just being able to walk out even at this time of year and pick a lemon off my tree or an orange and have that for breakfast with a nice you know lemon water just unbelievable I just feel like I'm sort of living in the yogic Walton sometimes (laughs) yes we are really um almost give you some of those oranges to take away I've got um yeah it's just it is it really is um it really is divine and I think um it would be interesting just to get your top tip then really on on your favorite restaurant in Ibiza because there are such a ridiculous amount of restaurants but I mean if you were going to go out and really treat yourself where would you where would you choose I would go to my favourite all-time restaurant in Ibiza. It's called Los Enamorados, and it's 1.1 kilometres up the road now, so I'm getting closer. They gave me the gold badge for their best customer last season. (laughs) Um, It's just a really, 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 really gorgeous place um, in Portanax. Um, Los Enamorados means the lovers and um, just really gorgeous food and really, really amazing sunsets and really just gorgeous vibes and cool. Everything's just oozing cool there, basically. So, yeah, that's my favourite. That's my favourite restaurant of all time. Also down here at Chukla, there's that fabulous Cheringuito. Um, But maybe let's keep that a bit more of a secret. Yeah, let's not give away all the uh, all the top tips. I didn't think you were even going to go there. I mean, <laughs> no one needs to know about those two spots. But there is something um, changing, I think, in the general field of Portanax. Like, it's not an area I'd particularly spent a lot of time at till last year. And then all of a sudden, I was there pretty much every week, at least once. And they've got a wicked little Chiringuita that does, like, banging cocktails. And they have really good music and the best point about the Chiringuito on Portanax Beach I found out um, is the toilet because if you go and sit in the toilet don't know what they've done to the sound system in there but literally you are vibrating at your highest frequency (laughs) on that Lucy because it's like pumping in there when you've had a couple of uh, cheeky mojitos it's great it's a great place to be I'm telling you what I've spent far too much time in that loo just before going um, and catching the sunset and uh, and getting a great uh, salad at Los Emanas. And I love that place as well. And they've got an amazing um, shop there and really cool boutique. It's a boutique hotel, basically, isn't it? And um, there's some really good shopping to be done if you've got £5 million in your bank account. And um, you can have a great time in there, like most uh, shops in Ibiza. 
Well, let's make a little date for um, a cocktail. I haven't had a cocktail down there. Um, I'm actually hoping to have a little boat down there this season as well. So, um, yeah, let's have a little cocktail date. But, uh, yeah, it's it's gorgeous, Portinax, because it seems so unspoiled up here, doesn't it? And I have to say the same. I had never been here till last year. And I think that's kind of a thing with the Ibiza, isn't it, that... You know, I've been coming here, uh, living here and coming here now for 17 years and I'm still finding new places. Mm. I'm still going to places I've never been to before, you know, which is amazing. So, um, yeah, Portinax is a little jewel, isn't it? Um, It's far from the maddening crowds and um, really gorgeous turquoise waters and beautiful beaches and... um, yeah, I mean, paradise. Basically. You are a jammy old, jammy old git. But the only thing I was going to say about Los Amaranos is that it feels like it's really put Portinax on the map, basically. It made it a little bit cool. Not that it wasn't cool before, because it was obviously, you can't take the nature away from the nature. Um, but it is absolutely stunningly beautiful. It has a sunset, which I just never really realised was possible in the north of Ibiza, like Benaras and Portinax both have really great sunsets. I didn't know that before. I thought you had to go south for that. The fact that you don't is a revelation, actually, and has changed um, the kinds of places that I love to go in the summer, which is awesome. And there's that really beautiful um, hike that goes down past the Portinax lighthouse, which I'm going to take you on um, super soon, down the hidden crystal coast, which is just absolutely unbelievable. The fact that you can just pick up these great big lumps of rock and just smash them and then outpour you know, millions of crystals and they're all just, yeah, they're amazing. You don't need to spend millions of pounds on crystal. You can just take a stroll up this coast and find your own. Uh, Obviously, you're not supposed to take things away from the island, but you can admire it uh, in that moment and enjoy it. And um, obviously, that takes you also down to Caledoncera, my other favourite beach around this neck of the woods, which has a little gorgeous Chiringuito and just the most wonderful waters that are just very calm and and lovely to swim in. I was down there this morning, actually, at Caledoncera. But yeah, I can't wait to go down to um, that, out to the lighthouse and down to the crystal beaches. And you would have probably saved me a lot of money if I'd known I could have just gone down and cracked open some crystals. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have saved you a few quid. That's looking around this gorgeous space that you've got here. There's a lot of wow kind of crystals. Like I literally walked in and my... My jaw almost hit the floor, the one you've got in the kitchen. It's massive and it's uh, sending sort of tingles into all areas of the house. Yeah, I do love a crystal and um, yeah, I love a crystal. I feel very blessed to be surrounded by beautiful crystals and um, love to work with them, love to incorporate them into my healing. Um, Yeah, you know, they're, they're just, you know, a little piece of God. Well, you've just got that little piece just in most corners of this house, which is <laughs> which is a beautiful thing. And of course, you obviously have them in your yoga space as well. And you will have them with you in Goa. Is that right? When you're doing your retreat um, later on in March? I guess so. Yeah, I always have a little crystal story in Goa. Um, and yeah, so I've got my retreat vibrated your highest frequency uh, in March. Yes, back in uh, near Talpona in the south of Goa in this 
Wow, an incredibly, exceptionally beautiful um, house. Really, really, really gorgeous house. So uh, very much look forward to, to being there. And I guess the Goa retreat um, every every year kind of heralds the end of the winter and um, the start of, of getting back to um, getting back to teaching really properly. And I must say, you know, I just love teaching and I love teaching there. Um and the heat and the, I mean, there's, it's just gorgeous, isn't it, to be in Goa. It's my second, my third favourite place or my joint second favourite place with Ireland after Ibiza. Well, I'm really quite jealous. But, um, yeah, do tell us how it was, won't you, when you come back and um, bring us a little piece of joy back from the motherland. I will, of course. And, uh, yeah, bring back all the joy and all the, and all the good vibes and lots of nice incense. Mm. Heavenly. And lastly, before we uh, before we wrap up, um, we're asking everyone in Ibiza on the Reset Rebel Show, if there were two buttons in life, the reset button and the fuck it button, which, what would you classify both of those things being for you? Um, well, Kundalini Yoga is for me the reset button and... Um, and the fuck it button is just follow your heart, really. Just listen to your heart and, um, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? You know, you you listen to yourself, you listen to, yeah, you, you sometimes we just need to really tune into that voice. Well, all the time we need to tune into that voice, but um, it can also be a little scary place. But sometimes it's just about saying fuck it and getting on with it. I think a lot of people are a little bit scared of what's going on in there. Like, for example, they avoid meditation or those kinds of things because they are nervous about what they're going to actually find in there. But the you know the answer is generally nothing but magic and just bliss and you know beauty. And actually, once you do do that, you just fall more and more kind of in love with what's going on in there. And that's kind of part of the magic of all of this is that there's nothing really to be afraid of. No, I mean, it's just really the mind and, you know, it's sometimes we're scared of how amazing we could actually be and just tuning into a little bit of meditation, yoga, walking in nature, whatever it is, just like going into that space. Nobody ever comes out of that space and says they feel worse, do they? So um, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Trish. You should be on the Nike advert. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Reset Rebel. Lovely to see you, darling. See you soon. So that was Trish of Soul Adventures. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening, if you've gotten this far, uh, of this week's podcast. And just a little reminder that we are giving away free spaces to charity on uh, Ibiza retreats this year and Trish has offered up uh, a space on her soul medicine retreat in September and the details of that are on our website which is www.theresetrebel.com and that's going to be a really magical and transformational experience for somebody who really needs it maybe can't afford it or maybe doesn't even have it in them to book onto it because they are a little bit lost a little bit challenged in life depressed lonely in heartbreak hotel any of those things you know would be the perfect person for this retreat someone to really experience the depth and the healing of the soul medicine retreat in september um 
episode just pop us an email if you, if you know somebody that would really benefit from it um, that is exactly who we're looking for and the email address to send that information to is just the good news please at gmail.com so just the good news please at gmail.com and we look forward to seeing you next week <laughs> <laughs>